The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. What is good? Hello, happy people. My name is Siobhan Starling, and welcome back to Civil Diligence. Politics made simple for the everyday millennial, and why you should give a hot damn about it. I hope everybody is doing well, being blessed in the kingdom, being great, and all that jazz. I'm doing pretty well myself. It's a good day. As always, I like to start my show off with some disclaimers. One, I curse. Two, I will mess up the English language, so bear with me. Three, we won't see eye to eye, but we can respect each other's views and keep it moving. Four, I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualification for speaking on today. And I'm going to add a fifth one. It seems that the news is for ever moving at a pace that is just whoo ridiculous and it seems like there's a new fire every day so by the time I upload this there could be something so drastically happening that I don't cover so I just want to let you know that I will there will probably be a last in time when I upload from me recording on today so just want to let you know that things will change probably by the time I upload, but that's okay. Bear with us, y'all. So let's get into the show. There's a couple things that I want to speak on today, and they like fit under the same umbrella. So you'll follow me when I jump because it's a part of a holistic view. So I'll start with this. What I thought was going to happen, especially under this presidency, happened. And of course, I was just hoping, I was being optimistic that this wouldn't happen, that somebody was just going to hold on for four years. Just going to hold on. But of course they didn't. So right now it is not a secret (laughs) that Justice Anthony Kennedy is leaving. It was going to happen. I knew deep down in my heart, although I was being optimistic, I knew that it was either going to be him or Justice Ruth Ginsburg. I just knew it. I knew it was either Justice Ruth Ginsburg, God bless her soul. I wasn't sure if she was going to make it. I wasn't sure. I'm not wishing nothing on her, but I just wasn't sure she was going to make it. And then there has been talks for at least a few years that Justice Anthony Kennedy was going to retire. I just was hoping that he would have not retired. But of course, what does that mean, people? It means that damn Trump could put another person in the Supreme Court. Why does this matter, you may ask? This will alter the makeup of the court. It will sway the court one way, more so than the other. 
Now, for all the conservative folks out there, this is a win for you. This is a happy hallelujah. Glory to God. For liberals, <laughs> I don't know if you shed a tear, but I almost hollered. Actually, I did holler. When I got this news on my cell phone, I was talking to like the clerk. And then we were talking about art, something totally non-related. And she was telling me about some art or whatever. And then when CNN and then the New York Times popped up on my phone saying Justice Kennedy was retiring, I screamed. And I just couldn't keep this to myself. I had to tell my supervisor. I had to tell anybody that was listening because the inevitable of what I knew was going to happen under this presidency happened. We have officially a three party, uh, not even three party, sorry. All three branches of government is controlled by one party. Now you can say we can argue that the Supreme Court doesn't, it's supposed to be neutral and away from party lines or ties or whatever, but that's not true. It's not. And we can, we can argue we really can, but the truth of the matter is it's going to be controlled by pretty much one party for conservatives. This is a win for liberals. It's a sad day. I'm just going to be honest. It is really a sad day. But moving on, you may say, oh, well, there's no big issue. Okay, cool. And I don't care whether or not if you are a conservative millennial or a liberal millennial. Let's, let's be clear here. The America that we grew up in is not the same America our parents grew up in or even our grandparents. So let's put that in the face of mind. The liberties that we enjoy as millennials were not the same liberties that our parents enjoyed and damn sure not our grandparents. Keep that in mind as I'm creating this analogy. So you say there isn't a big issue, but I disagree. I really do. However, just think about it in this way. For years, your parents allowed you to do whatever you wanted. You lived a certain way under your parents. A parent leaves. This parent mom, dad brings in a new stepmom, stepdad. And now all of a sudden, this step parent is telling you, oh, well, you can't do this. Mind you, your whole life, let's just say you weren't allowed to wear underwear. Okay, cool. Your parents didn't allow you just free balling, allowed you to be carefree and not wear underwear. Now, your stepmom or your stepdad comes in and said, Timmy, I think you should put on underwear. I think it's about that time where you should put on underwear. And you're looking like, well, why the fuck? Who the fuck are you? They're the law. They have created these rules, and this is the way of the land. They are upholding that law of the household, the way they're interpreting it. That's a weird analogy. I get it. However, if you followed me, you can understand. This is the same way with the justice. For years, we have lived in a society where, well, I want to say for years because gay marriage just recently 
was accepted with the Supreme Court. But the older that we get, the more, oh, if someone says, oh, I'm gay now, oh, I'm marrying a woman or marrying a man, and you are a man or a woman, and so it's okay you accept it now. It is what it is. Do you? And it's more accepting of today now in 2018. For years, women can get an abortion. They could get birth control. They can get free mammograms. Affirmative action. You could have affirmative action if you were a minority. And that was taken into account for. Now, there are certain things that are trying to roll back. Just think about it in this way where we think that this is the way and now we're trying to roll back. In a minute, the homie may be picking cotton. This may be extreme, but I'm just thinking in a logical sense that the homie might be picking cotton and I ain't going. It's just the way that we've had these freedoms as millennials and now they're in jeopardy in a sense. And that's the big hoopah about the fact that justice is leaving. These could alter. And the thing, fact of the matter is they're looking for somebody young to replace him. And when I mean young, I mean fairly in their, their 40s, early 50s. People who know that they may not die right away. Just being honest, the justices that they picked... Some of these justices are just straight up old. I'm just going to be honest. They're old. So what Trump is trying to do, and I'm not tactically bad at him, is he's trying to leave his legacy. And his legacy can be in effect for 40 plus years. As long as that justice is kicking it and doesn't plan to retire, they can alter the decisions from whenever they put him on that court. Like Neil Gorsuch or whatever, however the hell you say his damn name. You can see the effect that he's having now. Hell, unions will not be in existence come in the next 20 years. I do not think if they put another conservative justice on that court, I really do not think unions will be a thing of a past. And that's a conversation for another day. I don't want to convolute the topic I can so much but I really do not think that unions will be and hell at this rate hell nobody could come into the damn U.S. so you could tell the conservative thoughts already with some of these decisions that's just happened within the past week people and it's only been the past week that's just to give you some of the things that you know the retirement announcement is important and also justice kennedy was like a swing voter a swing voter (laughs) he was a swing decider decision maker let's put it that way he was a swing decision maker meaning a lot of things that he was conservative in thought But a lot of things that you think that he was going to be conservative on, he actually voted in line with his liberal colleagues. So he was one of those people where he was a wild card. You didn't really know which way he was going to go. And that's one thing that I will say that I do enjoy about Justice Kennedy. He was big in support of women's rights. He was 
key component about same-sex marriage. And he also took stance on affirmative action. So there are things that will not be, like, there won't be any more swing decision makers because Trump is going to make it his effort to pick somebody who is conservative as conservative can be. And I mean, I can't say I am surprised when I'm back in the cotton fields. I won't say that, you know, I'm surprised. I won't say that when I can't get birth control anymore. I can't say I'll be surprised because he ran on this. This is everything that he ran on. And that's the reason why his approval ratings are not like complete trash. It's because everything that he ran on is coming to fruition. Like he is making good on those promises. As scary as that may be, he is making good on those. Wanting to be harsh on immigration. Well, hell, now you see parents being stripped away from their children. You see minors, a baby's being stripped away from their parents. But again, another story for another time. You see, just, ugh. He tried to repeal Obamacare, well, the Affordable Health Care Act. And you can see that just coming to grips it's just like wow he is really really trying and he said that he wanted to uh reverse roe versus raid he was waiting on this moment and you you bet your sweet bottom dollar he is not gonna let this go oh and of course i wouldn't blame him for picking the most conservative person on the block. This is your legacy. And you might not be the smartest damn man on the planet, but you're not that stupid. Because now, any law that you pass, whether it's humane or not, take that to the Supreme Court, they're probably more than likely going to rule in your favor. Like the travel ban. Huh. <laughs> I just see, and I don't want to rant and go on about this beating a dead horse, but just to give you in the mindset of how important this is. And again, these he wants to pick somebody fairly young because it's not like these people die right away. They don't. They feel like they live forever. Ruthie is still kicking it at 85. So I'm just letting you know, and the justices are not far away from her at that. So it's not like they're about to kick the bucket anytime soon. I do not know what kind of sauce God gave them. Probably they eat right and exercise. I know Ruth Bader Ginsburg like works out, like really works out. And I'm like, "Mm." she makes me tired. But anyway, I really wanted to hit home about this because I'll tell you about a story a few days ago. I was heavily in my feelings about this <laughs> Justice Kennedy retiring. So in this group chat with my best friend in one of her soul wars, we were talking about the fact that Justice Kennedy is retiring. And my best friend made a comment about me don't care and I don't care about this topic. And then I'm like, well, it kind of sort of affects you 
Because these laws that we have come to come to know, in a sense, may be affected by whoever he chooses to put on the Supreme Court. And then uh, the other girl chimes in talking about, yes, abortion rights and, like, LGBTQ rights and other rights about this. And she's like, that doesn't apply to me. I was never for abortion anyway. But it's a lot deeper than just abortion and whether or not you're for it or against it. Mind you, Roe v. Wade did a lot when it came to women's rights. It also established the fact that a woman's body is pretty much her right to privacy. And the government shouldn't be involved in what a woman does with her body. That also affects the whole birth control thing. And I'm not sure people know this, but people use birth control more than just to prevent pregnancy. Just saying. Just saying. And I can go into this on another show about that whole concept of birth control and how it also goes into public policies like welfare. But that's another story for a different time. But you have things such as birth control, mammograms that people seem to not care about, like free mammograms that some of these clinics that perform abortions perform for women. So there are other things for women's health that are affected because of the Roe v. Wade decision. We also have voting rights affected by some of the decisions that Justice Kennedy had provided. We have affirmative action laws. We have same-sex marriage laws. Like a lot of these topics and issues are on the line based off what whoever Trump puts into that seat. When people say, oh, this doesn't apply to me, oh, I don't care, well, you kind of should because it may not affect you personally, but it may affect somebody that you know who you deeply care about. It may not affect you personally on some of these issues, but mind you, it will come back around to you in some way, shape, or form. And just that whole mentality of it doesn't I don't care or it doesn't apply to me that same mentality is what caused the result of 2016 I knew that the conversation of replacing Justice Kennedy's uh, seat was going to happen I didn't know when I was hopeful but I knew that this could happen under a Republican control. So you have the executive, legislative, and judicial branch being controlled by one party, essentially. The world is their oyster until the new wave of either maybe Democrats will come in to the Senate seat, have the control in November. Who knows? Y'all might say fuck it and allow it to continue to be Republican. So you never know. But until November, it's really their oyster. And it is so detrimental that people vote and take this seriously. Not taking it seriously. And I know I'm like 
feeding this home, but it is so important to go out there and make your voices heard. Having these little rants on Facebook and on social media does nothing if you do not vote. <laughs> if you do not exercise your power that you are given as an American citizen. Now, making your voices known, and I get social media is a wonderful platform and tool for that, but if you're not doing this towards the right people like your senators and congressmen that you voted in, it's not going to mean that much to it. Protesting is wonderful depending on who you're protesting to and what the message is behind your protest. And the main thing to do it is by exercising your right to vote. Now, people may say that voting doesn't matter and my voice can't be heard. But as we can see, people that I know people personally who did not vote in this past election. And I'm like, you made your voice heard that you just don't give a crap. And it might have been too much or whatever the reason is that you chose not to vote or to exercise your power. But it is so important to do this now because we see the result of not giving a crap because we have a president who don't give a crap, who does not give a complete shit about your feelings, the next person's feelings. It's me, find me. I say all this, which leads me to my next point about people, although some people are like, oh, I don't care. There are a lot of people who are showing, showing that they are caring. And this leads me to a lot of women are throwing in their hats to run for public office. I never understood how there are more women in America than men and the government is overran by men. I never understood that. But these women in the primaries are saying, F that, I can do this. I can do X, Y, Z. You're going to make my voices heard. And just like Thanos at the end of Avengers 2, these women are saying, fine, I'll do it my motherfucking self. I know that was extra, but it's just so exciting to see more women running for Congress or running for a Senate seat because it gives me hope that somebody cares. Thank you. Somebody cares. I'm just so at awe at women taking charge, taking names, doing what they believe is right. And whether you are conservative or whether you are liberal, the fact that you are throwing in your hat in the ring and saying that, um, so good sir, you can't speak for all women. You can't speak for any women because you're not a woman on women's issues. I love it. I am completely at all at this which also leads me to the upset like the democratic upset that just happened in new york city or new york primarily the 28 year old puerto rican from the bronx alexandria ocasio cortez i am here for it not only did you defy the odds with not a big budget and you like beat out a incumbent 
Uh, the fact that you are a woman of color from the Bronx, sounding like Cardi B, I'm here for it. I really am because it's reshaping the face of the Democratic Party. And the person that she beat was supposed to take over Nancy Pelosi's seat. And I'm also very, very, very like, I laugh at that because he was supposed to be the fresh face of the party. And I'm sorry, a 50-something-year-old white guy is not necessarily the face of my, I I can't relate to him, but I can, to some degree, relate to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because one, you need fresh faces, people. Our parents are, is not like the voice of today's world anymore. It's really us. So when I see, like, people who are older, telling me about life your life is different from my life it really is so it's so exciting to see a fresh face somebody around my age running for congress and running on issues that relates to me like free college social issues uh, immigration like these are reforms that i'm like oh this is great Thank you for talking about free college. Granted, I'm out of school, but that would have been nice to know when I was in college. Nobody talks about education, and I'm loving it. She is taking this party by storm, and I am here for it. As well as over, like, there are over 100 women running for office and I just think that is such an amazing thing and they're all they range from ages and we have younger women some older women and I really cannot stress enough the fact that so many women and young people in general are trying to change the face of the government maybe 2016 was a blessing in disguise by just allowing us to see this is what can happen and we could change it. So I am just like at awe at so many women coming forth and prospering because women typically do not run for office and it wasn't okay for a woman to run. We saw that really in 2016, the fact that Hillary Clinton was a woman. There was a lot of people who was very very turned off on the fact that she was a woman running for the highest seat that you can get in politics so the I'm glad that people are trying to do away with the fact that women should have a voice too and we've been fighting so long for women's rights here in America that it's ridiculous so ridiculous (laughs) And I'm just really amazed by that. But again, this all goes under an umbrella of the bigger issue. Be the change that you want to see. If you hate what's happening today, go out and be that change. Protest with a purpose. Contact your congresswoman and man. Go out and vote. If you want to see change, you want to have to, you're going to have to do something. Quit sitting on your ass and 
go out and be the change that you want to see. And if you're passionate about something, don't sit because your time might go by. You were destined to be on this earth for a reason. Now, again, the whole gist of this pot, this show in particular, is to make you see the blaring issue and to provoke some kind of fire in you and whether or not you want to do something about those issues. If you're one of those people that you're you're just loving today and you don't see a problem with it, hey, go forth and prosper. It's your time. But for the rest of us who are just appalled, <laughs> At what's happening in today because this is not the world that we grew up in. Then go out there and fight. Fight for what you are passionate about. Run for an official office. Protest. Contact your Congress, your people in the legislative branch. Make your voice heard. And more importantly, people, vote. I started off this show talking about Justice Kennedy. And I'm going to end this show talking about the fact of the matter is this is important. And we should take in consideration these hard-hitting issues like who is sitting in the Supreme Court. Because those laws that get vetoed, those laws that are made affect our everyday today. And we should give a damn about that. I'm going to wrap up the show with do something, vote this November. And I'll be talking about this a lot more as the time goes by. Go out there, vote, make your voices heard, take names, ruffle some feathers, do you. But more importantly, make the change that you want to see. As always, you can follow me on social media, darling underscore starling 1922. Bonds, Darling Starling on Facebook. You can follow me on Snapchat. I have a Snapchat, Chevy Chev22. The more that I say this out loud, the more I'm like, I really should change my names on the social media. Like, I have these names since I first started this account. Like, Facebook, I started my account like right when I was about to go into my freshman year of high school. So I need to do some changes and I probably should create a whole separate account for civil diligence. But until that happens, if you want to stay connected, if you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me and let me know your thoughts. How do you feel about the fact that Justice Kennedy is retiring? How do you feel about a new wave of people running for office, particularly women? Let me know your thoughts, and we'll see each other next week. Bye, family. Shout out to them.